Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all of our Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting here in our family's historic barn overlooking the rolling New England fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and to join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. We'll unleash fresh jazz synergies as we explore the music and the dreams of our guest artists. So join us, because you never know. We just might touch a few of your dreams along the way. Here in the barn today, I'm featuring a guitarist. You might be surprised because you've just heard the kalimba. But this is what makes Ian, Ethan, Case such a unique and exciting and fascinating person to spend time with. Welcome, Ian, Ethan. Oh, thanks so much for having me back. You are known nationally and increasingly internationally as the double-necked guitar guy <laughs> and kalimba player. You're Boston-based. I'm going to tell the world. You know all this about yourself, but I'm going to tell everyone Boston-based multi-instrumentalist Ian Ethan Case is best known for his innovative approach to the 18-string acoustic double-neck guitar. And with looping and with fretless bass and with creating these intimate and massive and multi-layered textures that you can produce on you know, cue almost. <laughs> yeah, after 10 years of practice. Right, on right, cue, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and with Ian, uh, Ian's wife, Steph, of course, shaping the sounds with you, but right. doing technical side. But Ian, you're known for this, but you also play kalimba, and you've just gotten yourself something of a record deal. You started here in my barn, sort of, yeah. a few years back with a concert we did. But now tell us quickly where this um, thing you do has taken you recently. 
Yeah, well, really grateful. Um, I've I've always just kind of tried to to play what I hear in my head, and and didn't really think that um, I'd end up with a, a record label being interested in it. But um, who yeah. is it? What is uh, it? Candy Rat Records. They're kind of uh, any anyone that's into like acoustic finger style stuff knows about them. They're mm-hmm. kind of the label for for like modern percussive innovative. Of course, soul, and you're the guy they want to have. Tell yeah, me. so we we uh, we were in the middle of our first real like coast to coast tour and um, and uh, got a random phone call. I thought it was like a telemarketer because I didn't recognize the number. <laughs> I almost didn't pick it up, and we were in a shoe store because uh, our drummer needed <laughs> shoes. And and ah, so, the glories of being on the road. Yeah, and so and I hear this guy is like, yeah, I'm so and so from Candy Rat Records, and I figured he's like a intern or something or whatever, and and it turned out to be the owner and. And um, yeah, I was really skeptical at first, to be honest, because I, I just, you know, we've always done things our own way and, and you know, the, the ability to like, you know, make creative decisions and follow where I feel like the music is wanting us to go. You want to give go. that up to get a deal, Yeah, I'm so, sure. but as, as I got to know um, Rob and Holly, the husband and wife team that run the label, it was just really clear right away that their hearts were totally in the right place. They're really just kind of doing this almost for the benefit of the artists and just because they love the music and so it's so been great to you. work with them yeah. and you've written this thing called an earth suite which doesn't surprise me because as everyone's going to discover in segment two your 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 pieces are literally symphonic in nature and they 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 have to go somewhere and it as long as it takes you know 16 minutes 15 minutes what 25 minutes to say what mm-hmm. you have to say on a on on a multi-textural basis and I can't wait to share that. But now in segment one, we have to show um, a little bit of the the magnitude of what you do mixing drums. You have a drummer that works with you sometimes and kalimba, which you play, and also the various guitar instruments. Right. You give everybody a little taste to see where you've grown and um, and where you've come from and where you're heading. Ian, Ethan, it's just been a thrill to watch what you're doing. And now can we listen to a little bit of it? in segment one and then we'll unpack some more and absolutely tell us very quickly what we're going to hear part of a song called yeah right now it's just called fk1 fretless guitar and kalimba sure that works yeah or french kalimba number one (laughs) the kalimba was made by a guy in france okay um yeah this is a live track from our uh, uh, concert in seattle last summer with uh g maxwell's a manavik on the drums and i'm uh, i'm playing the kalimba in the beginning and uh, and we do a lot of live looping, which, like you said, Stephanie kind of is in charge of. And um, and then I get on fretless guitar. It's a fretless mm-hmm. nylon string guitar and mm-hmm. loops more melodies and solo on it. So awesome. Well, we're going to pick it up midway through and tie up the kalimba sounds with the guitar sounds with the Ian, Ethan and Steph thing and uh, listen till the end of the segment. OK, sounds great. Thank you. 
goodness. I am so glad to have you back here, Ian, Ethan, Case. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for having us Your back. music we is just expanding, and I'm so excited to, to have been a part at all in, in just sharing it with the world. So everyone, here I am, Dream Farm Radio with Ian, Ethan, Case, the double-necked, fantastic guitarist, kalimba player. We're going to take a short break and be right back. Testigo de nuestros besos prohibidos. 
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're in the barn at Dream Farm, and my special guest is Ian Ethan Case, who's a multi-instrumentalist, but known a lot for his double-neck guitar playing, 18 glorious strings resounding and uh, under the fingers of Ian Ethan Case, and also fretless guitar and bass and all kinds of things that you loop and make these incredible, massive weavings from. It's just insane, insanely good. And um, now we're going to take as much time as we can in this segment to, sh- to show the scope of what you're doing because you conceive things symphonically, Ian, don't you? Yeah, I think that's, that's. Uh, I, I mean, in my I, I, tr- I try to play whatever I feel like the song wants. So sometimes that's just a really simple, just stripped down solo acoustic thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like the song 
yeah, needs, needs the Wenatchee. The Wenatchee Valley Symphony, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what is going to happen now. Yeah, you you really do what the song needs to do. But in this this sense, you have this capacity to to create these symphonic concepts and work with other musicians. So, folks, we're going to hear a very, very long piece and kind of maybe go in and out of it and highlight things for you. But I want you to set up this piece. It's called Slow Burn. This is a live track you performed with the Wenatchee Valley Orchestra. So tell us about this piece and what people are going to hear and what you want them to know before we we dive in. Yeah, so this was a a piece I actually composed uh, a few years earlier, but um, this was a really special opportunity to perform it. And I have to give a big thank you to Charlie Voris, who's an amazing kind of independent filmmaker and and, uh, video guru. And this is sort of his pet project, I guess you could say, where once every two years he does these events called Vortex Live, where he invites different musicians to um, to do sort of an audiovisual concert with him. And it's his footage, uh, which is just some of the most beautiful, amazing artistic landscape footage and time lapses and stuff, um, projected on a huge screen above the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we're playing, uh, myself and, and our drummer, G. Maxwell Zamanovic, we're, we're playing kind of in front of the orchestra who's in front of this gi- ginormous video screen with this beautiful footage that's like hard synced to the beats of, of the music. And Like when you so, did the um, Planetarium in Boston. They yeah. They had yeah. choreographed your music with things from the universe. Exactly. In the dome above. Amazing. Yeah. It's, I think it's a cool way to hopefully, you know, not only just give people something to look at but like that they can hopefully hear the music more than they would have if the visuals weren't there because so it can he bring timed out... his visuals to your music exactly okay now yeah. where did the orchestra come in how did that happen so yeah i had a tremendous amount of help from my friend uh Cassin scowcroft um who arranged... whose idea was it hey let's let's orchestrate this um i think it was sort of a, a, a collective thing i mean i i knew Charlie's work. I had done some music for one of his mm-hmm. films, and and uh, heard that he was doing this event, and we got talking about it, and he wanted to have me play, and he mentioned that the symphony was going to be part of the overall event, and it, you know, it right away I thought of this piece because I was like, oh, that, wow. that would be the ultimate version of of what this piece should Slow be. Burn. So, wow. yeah, so I was grateful. Casson uh, was willing to put the amazing number of hours in that it takes to you know arrange all this and I worked closely with him to kind of give him a starting mm-hmm. point of like mm-hmm. I think you know these instruments should come in here doing this line and um, but but he really did a lot himself so there you are at honest on stage in what what where, where what was Wenatchee, Washington. Wenatchee Washington yeah. with this huge screen with for lack of a better word the film is choreographed choreographing your music in a exactly sense. yeah and you're playing with a drummer you are playing multi-instruments, right? You're sh- switching back and forth, looping. Your wife, Steph, is is in charge of making sure the loops play at the right time in the right places in the right volumes, right? Right. She's now doing all the looping. I used to do it with my feet, and, and she's just taking so that over. So she's part of the so. trio, really, now. Absolutely. Yay, yeah. Steph. She's here. And then, you've, so you've got the drums, the looping aspect. You're playing the visual aspect, the live audience, the risk of all that happening and coming out together, and the orchestra coming in and out and it folks as you hear ian's music you'll realize it's not like you can just go 
find bar 36 <laughs> and show up because it has a nature of unfolding to me on its own. And I, yeah. I imagine you had to nail certain things down. So they Oh, know. it was one of the most nerve wracking things I've ever done. I mean, I loved it, but it was, yeah. I mean, if you're an eighth note off, the visuals aren't going to line up. So we had a click throughout the whole thing. I actually had to tempo map so that it wasn't just a steady, boring tempo the whole way through. And so, you know. Speed up, slow down. Yeah, in, wow. the right, in the right places. And then, you know, orchestrating all those loops and then making sure the orchestra's, you know, right. lining up the right way with the loops. And yeah. but Mind-boggling. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start partway through the piece because it's a 25-minute piece and we have, you know, a shorter segment. But we're going to play one long piece. Tell us what we're going to hear. And then, folks, as we play it, we'll dip down the volume a little bit and allow Ian to comment on the piece real time as he and I sit here and listen to this and highlight things for you to enjoy and go deeper with. But tell us where we're going to start in slow burn. What, what are we going to hear first? Yeah, so this is kind of like the climax of part one. It's sort of a, a three-part composition. And, and this is uh, one of my favorite parts in terms of what the orchestra is doing and uh, kind of features a mixed meter section and generally you start it as a guitarist bringing in your your texture and then other things are added and in this case it's the orchestra yes yeah right. yeah okay well let's let's dive in
So Ian, Ethan, obviously I'm just hearing the intensity of all these instruments. Were you, were you just coming out of your skin, hearing it come together live on that stage? Yeah, it was really cool because, um, you know, we, we played this piece together for the first time. Um, I think it was one day before and uh, you know it's a it's a challenging piece for an orchestra to you know they had to be like right on the beat because the loops don't listen to you so you have to really um, be at a level of you know meticulous timing that that's kind of a whole other thing from like just playing live without a looper so um, it was pretty messy you know <laughs> very close to when we performed um, and because uh, we were on tour so it's not like we were hanging out for three weeks like rehearsing it with them it was like okay we show up right run through it and it's a mess and you're like oh man I don't know if this is gonna come Did together you enjoy you know? it were you transported at all or were you just scared <laughs> yeah well, well I was at first but then you know when by the time we actually performed it um, we, we so we did a, a rehearsal the day before and then a rehearsal the morning of and then that night it finally just like really came together and then we actually got to do it again the next night so yeah by the time it came to the actual performances it was uh it was amazing to you know kind of a relief to hear it come together but also just i mean yeah Crawl, crawling well, out of my skin is kind of a good yeah the good excellence and the beauty but also reality of human music making and yeah. people need to understand that as beautiful and as precise as your recordings are, that what they're hearing on this show is human music making with all of its weakness and glory. So do, should we skip ahead into a new section that you sure. want to share? Yeah, so yeah. we'll just fade this one down and go from there. Yeah, so this, uh, this next section that we'll hear is... Um, kind of part three and um, we've you know spent the last several minutes like building up these these loops with a double neck and um, and then uh, I, one of my favorite things about doing this whole event with Charlie was the way he set up the entrance of this fretless guitar solo where he has this amazing huge lightning strike individual that, the, individuals, the filmmaker yeah and the... the screen that's over the orchestra you see this amazing lightning strike. I think it might have been in Montana. Um, I could be wrong about that. I know he had some scenes from Yellowstone in there, but it just lights up the whole sky and it just lands like Will right we be on able to beat. sort of intuit where that is in this next section? Will there be a, a, a real big moment? I where think we so. Think, There's okay. like this big high note right as the fretless enters. All right. Um, Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's see if you can imagine, folks, where the lightning strike is.
This is just utterly transporting and I want everyone to be transported there with you. So the exciting thing is people can go to ianethan.com. That's right. Right? And they can actually see a video of the entire experience, right? Where yeah. they will see you and the drummer and the orchestra and the screen behind you with this incredible footage. Yeah, and Charlie so, did an amazing job. He's got a, a whole team of like amazing Okay, so tell us the name so. of the photographer again. Or the, Charlie Vouris. Char and the um, the man who did the orchestrations for you? Uh, Cass and Scowcroft arranged it for orchestra. And the drummer? G. Maxwell Zamanovic. And the Wenatchee Valley Symphony Orchestra. That's right. Go to ianethan.com. And in the meantime, stick with us because we're going to take a short break and be right back. This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're in the barn at Dream Farm with me and with Ian Ethan Case, exploring the um, growth in his music and all the possibilities that are emerging. 
And but we're going to do a little digression. I don't know if it's a digression, but to to share a collaboration we did. Yeah. It was a song that I wrote called "Underneath the Streets of the City," and in in miniature, it just shared some some um, ideas with I think how you think about music. Oh, totally. Yeah. And uh, not symphonic in this particular piece, but so here's what we did. I just in- invited you at one of our shows. Would you collaborate with me on a piece of mine? And you came into the barn, and I played it and played guitar and sang vocal, and then you took that with you and created the world of Ian around it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and um, it's just fantastic. Is there anything you want to say about you, what you, because then we'll play it for everybody, but is there anything you want to say about where you were when you were writing your parts oh, yeah. or what, what you thought of the piece in terms of what you yeah. added to it? Well, thank you for letting me kind of take it where I, I went with it. It's, it's uh, great. I always probably, yeah, enjoy like layering stuff and, and trying to like, yeah, bring out everything that's there in a in a piece, and hopefully it was uh, gorgeous. D- didn't, not too far no, off what no, you were no, going no. for, but loved it. Loved yeah, it. I had a really good time. I, I recorded all these different like small hand percussion instruments with like a, a Chinese symbol that I was muting on my lap and stuff, and just a whole bunch of things. And you uh, invested so much into this piece; it was like an honor to have you put so uh, much of yourself. I was into grateful it. to to get to do it. It was a fun project, and yeah, you, you mentioned where I was. I was um, actually. Uh, with Steph, she had a conference in New York City. We were um, in a hotel room that like overlooked Times Square, the big jumbotron and everything. And I had my little recording rig there and and uh, my fretless guitar and and I you would give me notation. So mm-hmm. I was like learning these parts and and starting to lay some of the tracks down. And so it was kind of cool because I mean I spend or I, I used to spend most of my time in more like these kind of surroundings in the country and and uh, here I was you know working on this song about the, the, the city. Yeah, and, and, and the, there I was yeah. in New York City, which was, you That's know. so cool. I never knew that till today. Yeah. Well, let's share the, the tune with everybody and see what, what came of it. This is Underneath the Streets. I hope you enjoy it. Thoughts like people are pulling and pushing against her. 
underneath the feet of the people nowhere to hide from the sound of his absence it's an echoing thunder that rings in or under the really cool to hear that again i'm remembering now that i'm now that i've heard it again like one of the uh, most interesting aspects of of working on that piece for me since i almost exclusively do instrumental music most of the time having to like find a way to kind of work around the vocal with like some of those lead fretless yeah, you did lines a that, job. that hopefully doesn't conflict with the vocal but kind of gives a call and response and also like you know, it's such a strong composition, like the, the, the melodies that you're singing, I was like, found that I had to really make sure that I was, you know, trying at least to like, come up with melodic lines that were as strong, even though they were kind of improvised, you know, like, I, it really made me, you know, try and come up with like, good statements melodically. And so that, that was good for me and stretched me. Well, you're like the dream player for a number of things I could think of to siphon off your energy for but for that particular piece having you do that it was, it was almost like I thought I think I wrote this for him <laughs> oh. however many years before and um, 
to have everything you contributed was exactly if i were you that's what i would have done oh thank you, know? you. i'm glad and it, it works for you and yeah. it was such an honor it's i don't know if people and i think in in every way different people in different genres of work life work can understand what it's like when somebody comes along and contributes and makes what you're passionate about better oh totally isn't it beautiful it's a beautiful thing yeah i'm so grateful for that like we're uh, you know for a long time steph and i would tour and the only option was to do solo concerts you know mm -hmm. just at that level and um not that we're like super super successful now or anything but it's really fun to be starting to get to occasionally bring someone else with like us an and, orchestra hello oh well that was a whole other thing but and this yeah. piece is another live track infinite race which i'm crazy about this song so i can't wait to hear it again in your live version that we're going to share and also you have a drummer with you on this piece yeah i mean speaking of someone that kind of makes your thing better i, I can't say enough good things about uh about g max we call him g max g maxwell's a manovic um he's a manovic okay. yeah he just kind of really has that attention to detail i mean he meticulously learns like every note of the song and and not only that but that's like the starting point and then it's a continual process of refining what what he's bringing um in order to help the composition mm -hmm. kind of do what it needs to do so it's not even like he's you know doing his thing so that he gets to play it's like you know okay what is the song what is the need? song how, need? Yeah. how do i help mm -hmm. like it build in the right place or or like drop where it needs to and what kind of you know should i be on this symbol on this section you know and i don't think that there's anything almost in the world that's more beautiful than that kind of thought to an art piece or to a work or to a something that someone's releasing into the world to have another person honor it that way so we're going to yeah. we're going to scoop into this piece shortly before the drummer shows up, right? And we're going to play it till the end of the segment and then we'll have a lovely goodbye and hope yeah. for more Ian Ethan. So this is we're jumping into the infinite race. That's live, right. right. Okay.
Farmers. You've been listening to Ian Ethan Case, multi-instrumentalist, guitarist, kalimba player, conceptualist, great guy. Here at the farm, you want to go to ianethan.com because you'll be able to see videos of him playing there. And also we want to give a big shout out to Stephanie Case, who is the other half, right? Absolutely. And she is the sound sculptor looper par yeah. excellence. And without her, the shape of your music, the depth of your music simply wouldn't be the same, would it? Yeah, I mean, everything you hear is going through Stephanie, so... Yeah, it's very That's much a pretty awesome. Thank yeah. you, Stephanie. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll be back with more Ian Ethan again soon, I hope. For photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.org, where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their dreams